Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. Um, it's, um, let's just say, I thank God for everything that I have been learning about Him and um, just seeing how the world is. And I thank God for where I have gotten to in my life. I really thank him. You know, when I look at the phase of life that I am in now, and I I remember, you know, things happen to make me think about the past. I think the one constant presence that I've had is the presence of God. God has been with me. And I realize now that this is really what God wants for every human being on earth. Jesus Christ is described as the Emmanuel, God with us. And when he was going back to heaven, when he was ascending back to heaven, he said to his disciples, Behold, I am with you always, even until the end of this age. The book of Psalm, I mean, um, chapter, the book of Psalms chapter 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He talks about the Lord shepherding him. He says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. The Lord Jehovah has many names. One of his names, I think, is Jehovah. Um, I think is there's a, whether it's El Elyon or, you know, one of the Jehovah names, it, it says the ever-present God. And I think that is what, looking back on my life now, you know, sometimes when we Christians say certain things, it looks like a cliche. So now I'm not even, I mean, because we're making a confession of faith and we're saying things and, you know, we may not really be experiencing it. But now, looking back over my life, the past, at least from my teenage years, from about age 17 onwards, when I really began my relationship with the Lord, he has been the constant presence. There have been ups and downs, relationships with friends, family, people have gone in and out of my life. Even at a point, I myself almost, you know, I wanted to, I almost pushed the Lord away because I went on a tangent, started believing some very funny things and, you know, I, all of that. But the Lord never left me. I was the one who sometimes walked away, who sometimes turned a blind eye, who sometimes did the talk to the hand thing, you know, I would just be like, you know what, God, ugh, just leave me, I'm doing my own thing. I did that a lot in my 20s, my 30s. By my 40s, I started getting sober, you know, when <laughs> when you now realize that, wow, this life is tougher than what you thought. By my 40s, I had become aware of the long-term impact of some choices I had made in my 30s, and I was reeling with the shock of what that meant for me you know what i'm saying i mean i had you know when you know that <laughs> i always give this example of somebody getting on the wrong train you know you have gotten on as in you've totally missed it in that area and you know that there is no way you can you know you can't reset even if you even if you change your path you've you know let's just say that the damage is done there's there's certain things that you just you can't take back the, what that you just can't go back you can't go back and um 
I had come to read, you know, so I was reading with that. So by my 40s, I was already getting sober. So at that point, I started humbling myself before God. You know, life had humbled me. <laughs> the Bible says that Jesus Christ led to be there through the things that he suffered. Even though that's the way they described it, I didn't, to me, Jesus was obedient from the beginning, but well, since the Bible says that that's how it was. But for me, I can really relate to that. I think that's Philippians 2.10 or so. I learned obedience through the things. I, I learned hum humility through the things I suffered. I went through some things that made me, you know, any sort of ego or arrogance that I had about myself. It helped to bring me down because it, 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 I made some very bad decisions. You know, when you trust in your own your own um your 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 intelligence and your you know i trusted in my sense of judgment and i made some horribly wrong decisions that had lifelong impact so i was reading with that in in um my age 40s and so i started humbling myself before the lord so from my age 40 onwards i started getting closer to god inching if i look back so from my 40 to 45 i dedicated those five years unto the lord 45 to 50 i did the same thing by 50, the Lord was ready for a reset. as And that's the journey that I have been on. So with that 50s came trials, persecutions, sufferings, but great transformation in my life as well. And that journey, in fact, it's almost like I can, delete, I can de divide my life into before 2020 and after 2020. Because 2020 was a defining moment for me, just as it was for the you know the whole world in terms of the pandemic but i had some things going on for me i can make a clean cut before and after i and it's complete I'm, I'm a diff my life is different i'm a different person god a lot of things changed my work changed my home situation changed you know a lot of things changed so sometimes when i almost look at the first half of my life it's almost like a dream because some <laughs> some aspects of it are completely different from what i'm currently doing now but i'm thankful for it i'm thankful that god changed it because again i think he's he's changing the trajectory of my life in tune with my age and my experiences so what i'm where i am now is perfect for me it's so perfect for me it's so perfect for me it's it's perfect it's as imperfect i couldn't have asked for anything more and um what i was also doing then was good for me as well because of where I was at, but I'm, you know, I'm completely different now. If someone told me I'd be running my own business, self-employed, you know, having meetings with business leaders, political leaders, you know, and just doing my own thing as though, you know, and, and setting my own boundaries and limits, going as far as I would want to by the Spirit of God and pulling back, just making these really, really reasoned decisions. And all what is constant in all of it is God is leading me. He is leading me. So I find myself doing things that I myself know I am naturally not capable of doing. So I'm sure a lot of people who knew me before would be looking at me now wondering, what's really going on here? Was she? So who, who is this person? Was this lady pretending all those times? Did we not know her? But it just shows you what can happen when God gets, or we allow God to get into the space of our life. He can actually make you do things enable let me not say make enable you to do enable and empower you to do things that you are naturally unable to do and that's what has happened to me and i'm talking even professionally professionally he has you would think that i went to one 
you know, it's, it's, it, in fact, a lot of, it's looking so well thought out that it's looking like, wow, she must have been planning this all along. I'm sure some people even think I was probably doing this before I left employment, whereas I had nothing. I had, I had written down nothing. I had no plans, <laughs> but everything, God just led me. When I tell you, he led me without me even knowing where I was going. And I'm beginning to realize that that is probably the way God works and likes, you know, he, he, he you know those kind of parents that just say, get up, we're going, getting, going into the car. Well, Daddy, where are we going? Don't worry, just get dressed, you know, and go into the car, go and wear your best shoes, you know, and all that. Or if you're going to work, I, where are we going? When we get there, you'll see. But he just wants you to sit still and follow me. And that's what he did, and I had no idea. Even now... I know he's probably taking me, we haven't gotten to where we're going, but when I look back now, I have a steady stream of income coming through a business that I never even did a business plan for. Jehovah had done the business plan. I, and as, by the way, I'm not saying that is the way you should, uh, record, you should do your business. Mine is a very small, you know, consulting firm. It was just me and a couple of other people but if you are running i mean a big firm and you have people's money invested please you have to do a business plan eventually i did end up doing a business plan but i didn't start off with a business plan i started off with a with a with an idea with a brand and then from there god just kept leading me and i i i, I started it off thinking it would be a hobby and then it became more than a hobby and now you know really really income generating to the glory of god so when I look back, and I didn't mean to really talk about, you know, professional finance, but I'm just saying, and if you've listened to any of my episodes, you'd know that all of this happened at a very tumultuous time in my life. So all of this was going on while my, while I was going through a lot of challenges, major challenges. And, you know, this is why God... When he gets involved in your life, you know, through his son, Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, he's able to, again, I say, he's able to make you do things, enable you to do things that of your own natural ability you're unable to. He just kept that side going. And until, you know, so I don't know how to explain it. Even looking back, it's so odd. But I think he just, you know, he, he carried me on his wing. So I was able to to still function and do many things and build, you know, a business while also facing some deep, serious challenges, things that were would have threatened to sink me. So I think probably God allowed me use those other things as well to keep me, in fact, keep me sane, I would say, to keep me, yeah, he used it as well as the word of God and so many other things. So... God is, he's just awesome. And in fact, looking back now, I just, I, I don't even, I just want to just thank him. I really don't have anything more to say other than that. It's just to thank him. So this is, I would say, just an appreciation recording. I'm appreciating and just testifying of what the Lord has done in my life. He has been the constant, he has been the pre ever-present help in time of need he has been my coach my mentor my number one hype man my business advisor my counselor my psychiatrist <laughs> my therapist my doctor and he has been my god he has been my defender my protector 
He's been my teacher, my counselor, my advocate, standing firmly in my corner. And he's been a good friend, a very, 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 very good friend, my personal coach. There are things that I, I new challenges that I that developed emotionally, things that I started dealing with that, you know, because of all that was going on, I had a faith crisis in the process, which, you know, so many things, panic attacks, because of all what was going on, fear for, the, for, 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 you know, fear of what the future, what would happen with the situation I was dealing with. The Lord saw me through. His word saw me through his spirit. Every day he would counsel, he would talk to me, give me hope. Tell me the things to remove myself from. In fact, the relationships he extricated me from, I think, you know, and which is why when I say he's my coach, because sometimes when you are going through things, you are going through things, you need Sometimes you may need to remove yourself from society. And anybody who has gone through some kind of very painful experiences, you know what I'm talking about. There are certain environments, relationships, spaces that are not helpful. And once you get, we're not saying they are bad, but because of what you're going through, they are not helpful at that point in time. Once you realize that, you need to remove yourself from those spaces, regardless of how connected you had been to them before. Otherwise, you won't, you may not, that thing may sink you. So the Lord, you know, made me remove myself from some spaces and from some relationships. I questioned, you know, it was tough. I struggled because many of these spa relationships and spaces, they, were, they had become a part of my life. But after a while, you know, I was able to slowly, step by step, you know, I removed, I obeyed, you know, and looking back, that's why I said this is a look back. Everything, you know, it has worked out well. I still don't understand the connection between those, why certain relationships worked and certain relationships did not work. I still don't fully, I can't say I really, really understand God's thinking, but all I can look at, if I look at the results, yes, it has worked out for me well. So it was, it's clear to me now that all of those withdrawals that I was led to do, I felt I was led to do, was really by the Spirit of God. Even though at the time, it looked like I was just being funny. And it was really difficult because a lot of people who were around didn't understand why I did that and it made me look bad in some cases. But when I look back at my life now, with the problems, things that I was facing with, I was faced with at that time, and where I am now, spiritually and with those situations i am in a much in fact to say i'm in a better place is an understanding is an understatement let's just say that the, the problems that i saw the problems that they are not there anymore they're not there anymore god has dealt with them so part of the resolution process required a, a separation and if you are going through a wilderness experience a wilderness is not a place that has a wilderness experience has no space for 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 people who cannot be either help you know help you through 
You don't need people that will keep you in the wilderness. Because that's what happened to the children of um, Israel. They were supposed to pass through the wilderness, endure that suffering for a little while, and then go to the promised land. They stayed longer than they should. A 40-day journey became 40 years because they, they, were, they, they were doing the wrong thing, looking at the wrong things and all that. They were not separating themselves from what they needed to separate themselves. They were not looking at what they needed to look at, look ahead. So there's certain things that you need to do when you're going through a wilderness experience. If you don't do them, you start, you are prolonging the pain. So God, I didn't, uh, it, it, and the wilderness experience lasted about two years. But thank God that looking back now, I now realize some very significant things that the Lord wanted me to do. This podcast was part of it. Relationships, part of it. Separation. Um, some spaces. I removed me from there as well. Focus on the word of God. And then when I went into seminary this year, that was a major thing as well. And then when I reconsecrated my life to Christ, I mean to him and decided that I was going to honor his call on my life, which was in February. So all those things added up everything i wouldn't say it was this it was that it was a cumulative experience of obeying him step by step by step by step and eventually the deliverance happened in a miraculous way a situation that had been so debilitating so hmm, in fact overwhelming the Lord just took it away in such a way that nobody else could take the glory. It was clear that we had seen to the sign that we had seen the power of God. God had moved. Nobody could have taken the glory. It's not something I've been able to share because of the people involved and all that, but it, it was... It was a miracle. The sort of, the, I was blind and now I see type of miracle. Yes, it was that kind of supernatural intervention. And I thank God that I've experienced that because I've always believed that the word of God is not, is alive, it is powerful. It's not a fairy tale. If it cannot bring about changes in the supernatural, in the natural course of things, then why are we even bothering? Because God describes himself as the creative force of the universe. He says that in him is life. And that that life is the light of men. He says that all things were made by him. And that there was nothing that was made without him. And he says he upholds everything by the word of his power. He, the creator can do and undo. He says he's the first and he's the last. Before him there was no God. After him... There will be none. He has no beginning, no end of days. Is that God, is there anything that would be too hard for him to do? Is there anything? So, I am invested in working with God in the same way as Jesus walked with him on earth. I will not settle for anything less. Because I've seen that he's a good God. He's a holy God. He's a righteous God. And anything that he asks me to do, 
as long as I know that it's him that is asking me to do it, I will do my best to do it. And I will pray that by his grace and mercy, I will do it. I will obey him because I have seen that he's a good God and he can be trusted. He's somebody that you can trust with your life. You can trust with the lives of those that you, you love. You can trust him with everything that is dear to you. He will keep it. He will preserve it. He will do with it much better than you ever imagined. And he will protect your interests. He's a very good God. I pray that this testimony will go to the four corners of the earth. And that as many hearts need to hear this, this today, we'll hear it in the name of Jesus. That's my prayer. Because the God of our Lord Jesus Christ is a real God. He's not a fairy tale. He's not a folklore. He's not a figment of people's imagination. He is real. He saves, he heals, he delivers, he counsels, he lifts people up from the most broken emotional, psychological states of their lives. He does this by his power, he does it by his word, he does it by his spirit, he does it by his love. He does it walking through men, he does it walking by his spirit, he does it in any way that he can. But he will only go where he's wanted he will not force himself into a conversation he will not force himself into your life he will not force himself into your heart if you desire to know him to have him intervene in your life all you need to ask is father come into my life lord jesus come into my life i confess you as lord show me heal me save me let me know who you are reveal yourself to me and you will start your own personal journey with him I will leave it at that. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.